the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is 34 after the hour here on 98.9 The Answer. Of course, I'm not Bruce Hooley. I am Bruce Hooley. What am I saying? There, I got it right there. And, uh, yeah, I'm filling in for him, and we're having a grand old time talking about uh, Alan, the producer here, uh, brought up a fabulous point about the um, difference between curiosity and obsession, and there's quite a fine line. Because we've been talking uh, for the last couple of segments just about, you know, outrage and saving saving outrage for, uh, you know, the right time uh, and and how people just become uh, so curious and in some cases obsessed about uh, different things that pop up. Like I, I referenced the, uh, the royal family. And curiosity is one thing, but obsession is another, and there's a very fine line there. And I would also argue uh, that uh, think about this one, too, as we move on, uh, talking about the border, that there's also a very fine line between bravery and stupidity. <laughs> so think about that one as well as we're right here on 989 the answer again Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley. So um you know we're talking about being angry at the right times and uh you know being a Christian you know the Bible says you know be angry and do not sin. So there is room for anger, there is room for healthy anger. Uh, but I think in general, uh, in a lot of popular mediums, you see too much of it. And I think that's one of the frustrations that I have with a lot of what we see out there today. But I think there are times when obviously, of course, that 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 is OK. There's a time there's a time for war, there's a time for peace, there's a time for anger and joy and all that good stuff, as Ecclesiastes 3 says. But I think one of the things that we should be angry about or concerned about, of course, is the issue at the border. And I know that this is one of those issues where you see a lot talked about. You see it harped on a lot. And you see it very much politicized. Um, And I think one of the reasons why the Biden administration would refuse to, or at least not even think about, do uh, to to set up a, a wall it's just it's still like and I don't want to harp on that because I know that, that that's something that has just been burnt into the ground. But it's just like it's like having a front door on you. It just it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't just do it. But, you know, moving on. So I think that's one of the reasons because because Trump that that's a that's a Trump thing. The wall is that. And so that would be that would be almost like playing into to Trump's hand, I think, in the, in the mind of the, the Biden administration. But. I think one of the issues that we do have to remember with this is that there is a mix of people coming across the border as well. It's not like all so I think I think the I think you have to be when you're looking at modern day political discourse, you have to sniff out extremes. And if you have somebody who is always using the word refugee when referring to people coming across the border, that smells like crap, then if uh, if you're using the words um, 
illegal immigrants all the time or 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 vagrants or, or something of that 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 sort or terrorist or, or or whatever i think that that smells one way so i think that there is a way in which we should be looking at the issue with the border and saying that oh yeah there's a lot of bad people coming across the border i would almost even say maybe most of them are probably bad people coming across the border. So you look at the uh, the stats, and if I can find this while I'm talking to you here. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is an article from uh, Yahoo News. It says about two-thirds of those crossing into El Paso are currently single men. 32% are families and 2% are company children. So if you're looking at these statistics in, uh, in El Paso, Texas, there's about 2,000 people per day coming in seeking asylum. So doing the math. Uh, two-thirds is uh, roughly 1,300 single men coming across the border in El Paso. And then you got uh, roughly 650 folks who are separated into families. And you have 50, about 50 solo children every day pouring into El Paso, Texas. So there are some refugees. There are some people who are genuinely bad and want to do bad things to this country and, and, and fuel drugs and, and, and smugglers and all that stuff. So there is a mix of people. So I think when I look at the issue of the border, I try to see it as a mix of individuals. So it, it's 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 not going to be 110%. Oh, they're just re- – it's not – this is not like an episode of Mr. Rogers where we're in the land of make-believe, which I love, by the way. And what – you should try that sometime. Just go and, like, sit down and watch a couple episodes of Mr. Rogers. It'll make you feel good. I have a two-year-old. And I have to do that on occasion. I don't mind it. And uh, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty nice. He has a very simple and direct way of explaining conflict and bad things in life. So I think that this is not the land of make-believe. You know, this is uh, not, not Lady Elaine Fairchild. Who, by the way, I, did, I, just, I still want to know. Why did Lady Elaine Fairchild have a giant, massive red nose? That'd be one question I would love to have asked, asked Mr. Rogers. But, uh, but, but uh, I digress again, as I will... Uh, many times during the course of the show. So I think you have to look at the issue of the border with um, a, a a lens of of diversity, I would say, is that not everybody coming across the border is good. Not everybody coming across the border is bad. There's a heck of a lot of bad folks. There's also probably some good folks as well. But I think the issue that we're seeing here is that there are so many, and there seems to be such an increase. And one of the things that uh, we're seeing lately is uh, the mayor of El Paso has sounded an alarm and said the city of El Paso has only so many resources, and we have come to a breaking point right now. And if you think about it, there's only so many people the U.S. in general can accept and take on. So I think that's one of the things I think about as well is, what's, what's this, this going to happen down the road? What, what are the long-term effects of this? And I just, I, I still, I'm trying, and maybe somebody else knows something better than I do and knows why we're not doing something about it, and, and, and we're not putting up some sort of wall, taking some sort of like larger action here. It just I, I, I'm I'm I try to sit back and think about things from like the other side of like okay, what what is the what is the 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 motivation here? What what is the logic? Because sometimes you can't argue logic with the other side. Sometimes you can't argue, you know, different levels of fact and stuff like that. So I try to see, okay, what is the point A to point B through which they go and 
arrive at that conclusion? How can we can we separate that? And I I can't I can't go and I and I can't arrive at the conclusion why you wouldn't add a front door to the front of your house and in this case, which you know of course would be the southern border. But maybe there's maybe there's something deeper here that I haven't figured out. Help me out with that. Eight four four talk nine eight nine. It's eight four four eight two five five nine eight nine. I'd love to know if there's some piece of this that I'm missing why that substantial action hasn't taken place because it's just going to make life harder for everybody down the road when we're trying to sort all this out. And and, and I know that there are some people out there um, who have very much a big heart for issues like this. Um, and, and I, in some cases, can can be like that and can feel like that, which is why I think it's important to have uh, moderation and not fall into those levels of extremes when you look at issues like this because um, it, it just it, – it's not healthy. To go back to some of the other topics that we talked about earlier in the top of the hour, it's like there's certain issues that, that are worth getting getting upset about. This is one that we should be concerned about because the level of drugs, the human trafficking, the, the other issues and things and, and health concerns that could be in these communities when you have that influx of people because here's the problem. I'm not opposed, obviously, to letting folks in. But there's got to be a process, of course. And there also has to be some level of responsibility and structure to that charity. So one of the things that I wrote down on the uh, back of this article I printed out is charity without discernment is irresponsibility. Because at some point, it, it's, like, it's like handing money out to, to, to somebody when um, you, you, you pass by and you see you see somebody who is who is who is homeless. Do do you give give money to them? At what point does charity become enabling? And I think that we have hit that point. And I still I, I still I just and I know this this is something that you, some of you probably thought of as well. When I sit back, I'm like, what what, what bussing people around? Like just go taking somebody on a bus. It just you, you think of these three thousand miles. These folks like what what kind of incredible risk that they they took on? But Again, I, I think that there's two ways that you have to look at stories. And, and I guess all of this is summing up into this point, and then I eventually have to get to you know what is potentially some good news here with the border, is if somebody oversimplifies a very complicated issue, so many issues in life, unlike Mr. Rogers, who I referenced earlier, so many issues in life are, are very complex. It's not generally black and white like – you would see in a Mr. Rogers episode or a, a, a children's program. You know, it, it, it's often very complex. And you have to also sniff out when somebody says always or never or uses extreme words. What are they trying to make you feel? What kind of action are they wanting you to take? That That's that's the message there. That, that's what I'm trying to think out and talk out with you here on 989 The Answer. I'm Vince Tornado. Yes, potentially some good news at the border. We'll get to that in about four minutes here on 98.9 The Answer. So when is it good to get mad? When, when, is it, when is it good to be outraged? And I think there are times when we can be, but I think they should be few and far between. I think it's something that... Um, when I think about uh, life in general, there's so many things that can upset us that that can have a certain level of uh, 
of anxiousness and 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 anger and, and other you know worrisome emotions that can uh, come into our lives and creep into our lives. And I think that there is a time and a place for those things. But I think there are so many more times when things should just be like, eh, whatever, move on. God's in charge. He's going to do his thing, and and we just we just keep on on living our lives. Because I find it hard to just maintain, uh, keep pressing that uh, that that anxiety that 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 rage button all the time. It's it's it, it's hard. Yes, there are things to get upset about, and, and and one of those things that we should be upset about, should be concerned about, but should not be calloused about. And and that's and that's maybe the word that I, that I'm thinking about. You know, during the break is the issue with the border is important. There are issues with. Um, you know, the, the amount of people, uh, here's a section in the article here from uh, Yahoo News. Uh, El Paso, Texas, 2,000 people a day seeking asylum. The city of El Paso, the uh, mayor, who, by the way, is a Democrat, said that the city of El Paso has only so many resources. We have come to a breaking point right now. And uh, two-thirds of those crossing into El Paso are currently single men. So that's about 1,300 out of those, out of those, out of those 2,000. Uh, and it's hard. It's hard to keep stats on what's actually going on, what's actually happening at the border, because there are so many different ways in which folks can come across the border. Uh, according to an article from uh, Yahoo News, another one here, uh, migrant crossings along the U.S.-Mexico border are rising, surpassing 8,600 over a 24-hour period. But the good news is there is an upside, and it is so hard. It is so hard for me to try not to see an upside, there's, there's, there's always some sort of, like, silver lining. And, and I don't know if you remember the movie. I've been accused of being like this, and, and, I, and, I, and I try not to be, but sometimes it just pops out and it happens. The, uh, the old movie, the old Disney flick, uh, Pollyanna, I think it was like Haley Mills, where, like, everything's wonderful and great all the time. I try not to be like that. I, I try to be fairly realistic, but I am by nature an optimist. It's, it's like breathing air for me. It just happens. I can't stop it. So there is some good news from the border. It looks like Mexico, and here he also confuses me too. It's like, wait a second, the the, the southern border, according to this uh, to this article, says that uh, they're getting six thousand people. Mexico southern border. Um, I don't know. Why don't you guys do something about it too? <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's not doing great great things for you guys. So here's the deal. Mexico says that they're going to start uh, pitching in to uh, depressurize those border cities. So that is something that is at least encouraging uh, because what they're going to do is uh, they have like a 15-step action plan. And I don't got the time to go into every 15 different steps and dissect all that, but it does seem like they're actually going to be putting in some sort of uh, skin in the game, finally, hopefully, it remains to be seen the results of this, but uh, it says that here in this article, this is actually uh, a scene in an article that was on Yahoo News. Mexico has made an agreement with the United States to deport uh, migrants from its border uh, to their home countries and take several actions to deter migrants as a part of a new effort to combat the recent surge in border crossings. So my brain says, oh, there's a re- it's always been going on. Like, it's, it's always been happening. So the way that my brain operates, it's like, oh, it's a recent surge. So that's not too bad. No, it's still a surge. It's still going on. It's still happening. It never stops. Um, and so uh, what they're going to be doing is uh, basically essentially what we do, like busing people to cities like New York, to like L.A. and other bigger cities in Dallas. Uh, they're going to be sending people back. But again – it just come back to a particular level of common sense of saying, you know, 
what if we just put a front door, a.k.a. a wall? It just makes sense. Why is it? Why is it that time after time again, the most common sense issue, the thing that is most talked about, the thing that is probably most simple to do is the thing that is never done. It's, it's funny. Like you, 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 you can probably think about people in your own life where it's just like, here's the action. This is what you should be doing. Take step A, B, C, D. But no, you, you, you're, they're not, not taking what, what, what's happening here. So and I guess that's a part of where you start to feel almost this certain level of like helplessness and, and, and these issues that just become so big and so larger than us. And and you feel like you are just this 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 small fish in this giant pond, and it's it's hard. Yes, I'm not I'm not denying that it's hard. And again, like I said, I don't want to be like you know Mr. Rogers in this land of make believe, like things are so black and white. But the truth is, there's a mix of bad folks. There's a mix of good folks. There's there's a whole mess of things going on down there. And and this side of heaven, no issue solving the border is 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 going to be simple. But at this point. The most simple issue seems to be just put the wall up. But the bonus is, and, and again, 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 I try to be, you know, look at this optimistically. Like there's going to be, you know, some level of, hey, we'll see how this works out. So you, you, you can find the 15 steps action action plan online that um, that Mexico says they're going to do. Uh, but it just seems like, I don't know, stop offering free stuff. Maybe that'll help people uh, and, and depressurize, as it were. Uh, some of these cities. But if uh, the uh, El Paso, Texas mayor, who is a Democrat, uh, says that this is a broken immigration system, then something needs to be done because it's not fair to the folks who are coming legitimately. We can't allow this system uh, to become um, utilized or what's the word? Um, uh, exploited. That's the word uh, by uh, the bad folks who want to come in here and uh, and, and do bad things. But uh it, it's hard. It, it, it's hard because when when you see people who will oversimplify these things, who will who will make seem things seem so um, extreme one way or the other, I just think there are times when we have to look at issues and things like this and realize that we're dealing with one a very complicated issue, and two something that is um, is. I think requires some level of a decrease in callousness because there are some times that you have to have imperfect solutions for what are relatively imperfect results. So taking action is never going to feel good. Taking action at the border is, is, is not going to feel great. There's never going to be something that's going to make everybody happy, but we at least have to do something uh, because um, <laughs> the worst that came to mind is the republic depends on it. So I, I think that uh, that is that as I, as I think about the issue is that, you know, there are some encouraging signs. There's a whole heck of a lot of uh, discouraging signs. Um, honestly, <laughs> the thing that just came into mind is um, I think it's in I think it's John 1633. But take heart. I've overcome the world. Um, I think it, uh, it it is so incredibly comforting to know that at the end of the day, um, you know, God's not up there wringing his hands, freaking out about what's going to happen because he's already got it all sorted out, even though we may not know uh, how this all ends. So um, I think on that note, um, there's also uh, ways in which we can look at things and ways in which we can uh, kind of return to our uh, home spiritual base and uh, get a little uh, 
words of advice from a local pastor. We'll have uh, Doyle Jackson on at uh, 1206. We're going to ask a pastor. And if uh, you want to talk, you want to ask any question, give us a call. It is 844-TALK-989, 844-8255-989. You got Vince Tornado sitting in for Bruce Hooley here on The Mighty 98.9, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.